Blog Talk Radio. today and it still didn't friggin' matter um i really don't care narcissistic yeah probably because I, I and why wouldn't i be you know who this is this is the jester and this is fxe live a hearty hello to you no it's a hearty hello and yes i am narcissistic why wouldn't i be i am the best damn thing on the mic down here in florida this is fxe live florida's number one wrestling podcast you damn well know it, folks. <laughs> Let's be honest. You have the jester, and for lack of a better term, golden on the mic, uh, there is, honestly, really, I'm trying to think, and I'm sorry for the hesitation, I'm really honestly trying to think, other than maybe, I like Taz. I like Taz. Matter of fact, I'd like to get Taz on the show. Uh, I like his work as a wrestling podcast. Um, but no, and then I go ahead. Naturally, I'm going to bring in my co-host, JT, Jason Townsend, Fez437 on Twitter. And in JT, if those of you are new tuning in, let, let's get a couple things straight about who we are and who JT is and all that. And why are we uh, Florida's number one wrestling podcast is simple. Uh, Not just because it has me, but also because it does have JT. And JT is probably the encyclopedia of all damn sports, not just wrestling. It's not just wrestling. We have a whole nother gig that we actually do uh, every once in a while, feels like. But yes, uh, JT is an encyclopedia of sports. Speaking sports with him is uh, all of your privilege. Just remember that. See, I get to do it on a regular basis. I can talk to sports with him at any time. But the time that he is on these shows, okay, that is your privilege to be able to hear what he has to bring to this show. Plus the guests. I mean, if you haven't tuned in before, you can go find us on fxeworld.com, fantasyjestersports.com, iTunes, Fantasy Jester Sports, and we'll get into a whole bunch of other ones later on. But you can see the list of guests that we have had from all over the wrestling world in just a very short time. You couple that in with the listeners literally covering the U.S., 
and now 18 countries. Speaking of which, I'd like to thank Argentina for joining the uh, crowd. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Buenos dias. Thank you. Gracias. Mi amigo. I love you. But yeah, uh, we're going to go ahead tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about FXE, what's coming up, what's going on. You know, a lot of talk today, and uh, and it was funny. I had to bury another hater today, and it was fun doing it. I, I just love that. A little dry today. I came back from the beach. I was at the beach all day. It was absolutely gorgeous here in Florida. It was a uh, 90 degrees and breeze was absolutely gorgeous at the beach, but a little dry. Maybe it was the wind. I don't know. So don't mind me if I'm taking a drink every once in a while. Uh, but yeah, let's, uh, we'll be talking FXE, what's going on. And, you know, some of you, I don't know if you haven't seen the uh, promo I did today. Uh, I had a little fun while I was at the beach today filming that promo and, uh, for those of you who really, really are out there thinking about the one and done for FXE, uh, let me let me try and find the best way to put this. You're out of your flipping minds. Let me just tell you something. You know what I do on the beach these days besides enjoy myself with Mrs. Jester and kick back, relax? I also think about how JT and I and the rest of the gang at FXE are still going to make wrestling great again. Nothing's changed. That was the first show. <laughs> A little bit more excitement than I wanted. Trust me, folks. Um, <laughs> that was not the excitement I was going for in the show. And uh, a little bit more than I planned, but I'll be a little bit more. I'm, uh, I've got my own issues that I got to deal with. I am so driven that I will drive myself literally to collapsing. So uh, that's one thing that won't happen again. What will happen again, though, is the show done exactly how I, um, and this is, uh, remember, I changed the rating uh, on the show. Uh, because sometimes I need to be colorful, and I'm starting to realize that's okay to be colorful uh, because it helps emphasize. That's the best way to put it. So um, when I say that I have been sitting thinking because I know exactly next time how things will be, and it will be fucking exactly how I want it, not with the amateur shit that went on that night. I don't want to talk about that show much more. Those of you who do, go right ahead. I really don't give a shit. Have fun. Um, But if you think one and done and quitting was any part of the equation after that, you guys have lost your minds. (laughs) The podcast is still going on. I've been a little busy actually working on how to solve the problems that I didn't like. Because we are going to bury the competition. That is, that's my job. My job isn't to quit because one, the first show had problems. Really? And those of you really that thought one and done, let me tell you, you didn't know who my co-host is. either. <laughs> he doesn't quit either. I can promise you that. Let's go ahead. Let's get him in here. And then we'll talk a little FXE. And then most of all, I really, 
a lot has gone on in the wrestling world. Obviously, it's been the biggest weekend for wrestling and for wrestling fans. You had WrestleMania and the fallout since then, and there's been a lot that's gone on. So let's get JT in here. We can get things going, talk to him, see if he feels like quitting. We can ask him. But now, Jason, how are you, Mr. Townsend? You feel like quitting? I'm doing great. You feel like quitting? Did you think one and done was in our vocab? I honestly surprised to even hear you bring up the term, to be real about it. So, no, it doesn't work that way, and there's no reason to be. Again, was there there a little chaos at the show? Yeah, but it made things, as you said, a little more exciting (laughs) than you'd like them to be. Um, and myself included in that, but I'll tell you, you still look at it and you say, damn, that was still one hell of a show. There were parts of it that were still really good and it was yet so far. And that was what the problem was for me is because of, uh, you know, I had been not taking care of myself. You know, I have to realize folks, the the reality of the situation. I'm not young. I'm not a young guy. No, no, you're not. And, 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 you know, I do have real health issues, and I've got to be good to myself. No matter how much I want to bring and what I want to bring to all this, I still have to realize that I have my own personal limitations. And that's fine. That doesn't mean that everything has stopped, everything has halted. Uh, No, the solutions to the coming shows are being worked on as we speak practically because there's one thing, you know, and and JT, I I just want to really, I want to put this out there because I I really, I, I, for anybody who really thinks one and done wasn't happening and I'm not really here to show everybody how this really should be done. This is my general attitude about things. Well, it's a great day. For me to whoop somebody's ass <laughs> It's a bad day So you better get off my back You might get cold cocked If you cross my path Cause it's a great day For me to whoop somebody's ass <laughs> You and your music, That's- man you know, I got nothing's changed, folks. Nothing has changed. FXE making wrestling great again. Listen, you can't do what we're trying to do here. I, I obviously first show I saw what worked, who worked, who didn't. Okay, I learned about some of the talent. I learned about them as people. I've learned about a lot of people in that first show. I did a lot of learning. I did a lot of learning and uh, there's nothing wrong with that JT because you know, again, from that point on. Sure. Sure. Cause I saw exactly never compromise. And here is one of my problems. I, I really, it was my fault in this. I compromised how I felt everything should go for the show by rushing it. Right. By rushing it and by listening to people that I'm trying to hire tell me you can't do that out of the gate. And 
I shouldn't have listened to that because it was them that couldn't do it out of the gate. And that was my problem is when I'm down, downsizing and down just completely wiping out parts of the show because I'm listening to somebody else, that's my fault. And I really do. Those workers that night and the fans that did manage to get in, um, <laughs> I, I, I hey, owe fought. them a much better – let me tell you something. I owe them a much better production too because even though while a bunch of people, yeah, you know, they like this and they like that about the show and they really thought this was good – it still wasn't a representation of what I want to bring to wrestling. So for me, it's a little bit of frustration because if I want, if I could, I'd put a show on tomorrow. I really wish right. I could. All right. But that's not how it works. Not in the grand scheme of how I want to do this. So, um, but yes, will there be another show? No, we're one and done. You friggin' idiots one and done that was funny <laughs> as hell i had somebody ask me that one uh not to uh that was a couple of days ago is that it are you guys done now you lost your mind stop it stop it anyway. well, you know, real quick real quick jester before we get into speaking of uh, some of the workers in that show you know i, I know yeah. you know you're not a big fan of this particular person sometimes, but I uh, want to wish a, a speedy recovery to Mila Naniki uh, with a, a slight setback with her knee injury. So uh, get well soon and uh, get back in the ring and do some more dominating. Mila um, got hurt. It could have been a lot worse. So I'm happy that, yes, it, um, it, that uh, it, it seems like she, it should be a quick recovery. It doesn't seem like she's going to require surgery, everything that I've, uh, heard and uh, I want to go ahead. I'll try and reach out to her over these coming days and see, uh, yeah. find out exactly so we uh, know for the next show. But uh, well, you yeah, know, no, and, speedy and recovery. God. Well, the good news is, due to some of her posts that she's put out there, it does uh, it does seem that the booty shake has escaped, uh, you know, escaped from this injury. It seems like it's it's still well in place. So you know, good for her. Yeah, I see that. Notice that hasn't stopped. And uh, that is somebody really that's dedicated to uh, everything that she does. And uh, <laughs> go ahead, JT. You know what? Do me a favor. Start me off on uh, WrestleMania. I'm going to see if I can uh, if I can text Mila right now about whether or not she's going to re- require surgery so we can let the fans know. Well, I would say, uh, you know, uh, the, the start on WrestleMania, to me, the first two matches – in actual in WrestleMania themselves, beyond the pre-show, were probably uh, the two best matches of the night, in my opinion. And Shane and AJ Styles put on one hell of a show. Uh, I mean, to see Shane go up there and try to do the, uh, you know, the 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 moves that this guy does. I mean, coast to coast, he still looked great coming off the top rope down on that table. The uh, shining star press that he tried and and, and failed. Uh, yeah. Shane left it out there. Uh, and AJ looked great, you know, absolutely great match, long match. I mean, it was well over 20 minutes, uh, but really enjoyed that. The next matchup, which I thought they were going to hold off till later in the night with Jericho and uh, KO, and wow, uh, another fantastic match. Wasn't real happy with the ending on that one myself, but uh, 
those two guys, in my opinion, or those two matches, should I say, stole the show. Um, let's see. Getting to what I thought of it. Let's see. I, I just was wrapping up that text to uh, Miss Miss Mueller. Let's start out. Let, let's work our way. Uh, the cruiserweights, Devil, Austin. Eh. All right. Uh, okay. Mojo Rawley and having Gronk come out. Now that I liked, I liked. I don't know. How did you feel about Gronk? I I am. Uh, I'll say this. I like Terrell Owens at this in this case more than I do Gronkowski these days. Uh, the guy can show up to steal Brady's jersey at a baseball game. He can show up to WrestleMania and get in the ring, but he just can't seem to show up on the field. Uh, you know, when it's time to play football with his team. So a guy that I'm just absolutely done with. And uh, <laughs> if I never see Rod Gronkowski again, it'll be too soon. Oh, wow. No, you see, I thought that was good. There's his life after uh, a- after he's done playing, which should be this season. I, I he's, he's got some problems. Let's see. Oh, hold well, on. We yeah. just heard... Let me see something. We've got a... Uh... We got one. Uh, I asked her if she's uh, going to need surgery and how much longer she's going to be out. She's like, hey, I don't know yet. I can let you know within the next week or two. There you go. Well, hopefully she can avoid surgery Mm -hmm. on that. Uh, Definitely a promising young career uh, going with that one. So uh, hopefully she can avoid surgery and uh, get back out there. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling her that now. But uh, as far as you're talking about Gronkowski, I don't know. It's just funny how the guy can, can show up at WrestleMania, can show up at baseball games, can show up in Vegas, but he just can't seem to show up in Foxborough on uh, Sunday afternoons in the fall. He, uh, yeah, and it's a shame, too, because I had him on my fan- one of my big fantasy teams this past year. Oh, um, no, he was actually, but I enjoyed it. Uh, he was actually good. Whether or not he should step away from football and all that, is a whole nother story, but how he handled it uh, and what he did, I thought he was great. I thought he showed excitement, you know? I mean, he showed like he wanted to be there and part of the story. And I don't know. He just showed some things that you don't see sometimes the enthusiasm that you'd like, you know, that over the top enthusiasm. And he, he had that. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Getting to hold on now. Let me ask you something because I'm sorry I was in the middle of uh, uh, texting Miss Mueller here. Um, and what did you say? Shane was one of your favorite matches. Of course he was going to be. But what was the other one? Uh, Jericho and KO. <sighs> yeah. I enjoyed. That. Yeah. I enjoyed watching those two go back and forth. Yeah. I mean, any How can you not enjoy when Chris Jericho's out there? The guy, the guy always puts on one hell of a show. Talk about somebody who, I mean, what is it now? I, I think they said 26 years in the business or maybe longer than that. You know, you yeah. talk about a guy that goes in night in, night out, shows the same energy, shows the same passion, busts his ass. I mean, to get to get that uh, pop-up powerbomb on the apron like that, that's, I mean, call wrestling what you want, people. That That's still got to hurt. I mean, 
the guy and the guy goes out there and does it every night. So definitely enjoyed Jericho and KO. Uh, the show kind of went downhill from there. Triple H's entrance, probably one of the dumbest entrances I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, you know, let's have the, the badass biker with his three-wheel motorcycle with his uh, wench standing on the back of it, uh, led down by the uh, Orlando or Orange County Police Department. Yeah, because that makes sense. Um, <laughs> hang, hang it up, Triple H, please. Hang it up. Yeah, but you know what? He 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 did his job. I mean, he put Rollins over. Did but He did. And again, it's nothing against his work. I don't know. It just seems like, uh, it just seems like more of the same. You know, we'll get the, you know, there'll be the whole authority thing going on. You know, and I'll tell you, speaking of, the the actual thing I enjoyed was the next night. These, very, you know, and I'm, you know, being from Orlando area, I have to say I was very, very uh, interested in how my fellow Orlandoans uh, welcomed from the bottom of their hearts Roman Reigns into the arena um several colorful metaphor chants going on in that one so speaking about changing a rating for a show i think they might have wanted to do that on raw it was uh yeah it it, it was it's interesting to see though uh how much this guy can be hated i i just i i'm just amazed i'm just uh, amazed you know what, i mean he is literally hated just like tell me Tell me though, and Joey Cage, if you're out there listening, I, I just text him. I just text him. I'm hoping he's out there. Yeah. I hope he's not yeah, working if tonight. You're out there, please call in Joey Cage. But I gotta <laughs> say, Roman handled it beautifully. He played with the crowd, didn't say a word, made the gesture that he's got him in the palm of his hand, and then said one simple sentence: "It's my yep. yard now," and walked out. Uh, if that's not a heel turn, the way he acted on that, I don't know what is. But is there right. anybody out there that's drawing the heat that that guy is? No, no. And that, but you see, that at least make it constructive. If they're going to boo him, at least make it so that they are supposed to be booing him anyway. What are you going to do? <laughs> if he's a heel, what are you going to do? Start cheering him? <laughs> you know exactly. They'll they'll flip it around, start cheering him just just to screw up Vince. Yeah, I've got a Vince, worker. Yeah, I've got a worker that I like, me personally. I've got a worker to say that I like personally, and the crowd doesn't. Yeah, you're going to become a heel real quick. <laughs> we'll cover those boobs right. up. <laughs> cover them up. But, uh, you know, it's good to see Roman put the old man down. I know that's unpopular. It's no knock on Undertaker. Great career. But, you know, as yes. somebody on, on a guest on our show said uh, several months ago, we don't want to see our stars or our heroes go grow old. Well, man, Undertaker yeah. grew old fast. Yeah, yeah. He did, and he was fin- – listen, Hall of Famer, legend, okay? Now, go go do signings. Go do what all the Hall of Famers go do. You know, <laughs> go do signings and have as, fun. As friend, of the, as friend of the program there, Tate Dello pointed out to me, you know, Show up like Shawn Michaels does every once in a while. Come out and choke slam somebody or, or or something, you know. But leave it at that, you know. Like you know, Michaels isn't doing any more matches. He comes out, gives the occasional super kick, does the occasional dancing around with Triple H, and that's it. So you know, maybe he leaves it at that. But Roman Reigns, I loved it, man. Uh, I was surprised that was the main event, to be honest with you. 
You know, I'm glad it wasn't Goldberg Lesnar because I have no idea. As we talked last week, what were they going to do with that? Um, you know, as we pointed out, Goldberg had zero championship defenses. Owen one is the champion, and he held the belt for about a month. Right. That, that's a, an interesting. That's an interesting concept of a title run there, Stephanie McMahon. So, uh, who knows what's going on with that? But it's funny. Somebody posted a meme. Um, what was it? Uh, had uh, Goldberg or not Goldberg Lesnar, um, SmackDown champ. Help me out now. It's, that's how much I watch SmackDown these days. But uh, basically, it was 2002. You have all the old champions or champs again. You know. So interesting WrestleMania, but definitely not one of their better ones. The all right. What did you think about the uh, mat changing? during the Wyatt match. Did you like that effect or no? No, I thought it was kind of corny. Uh, just kind of a cheesy uh, gimmick say, you know, gimmick for gimmick's sake. Uh, I don't think they needed it. I don't understand. I don't understand the outcome of that match either, but it was kind of cool as Randy Orton was coming down the six and a half mile long ramp uh, to have the serpent going with him and that sort of thing. But uh, I was not a fan of the, <laughs> you know, I'm the, laughing uh, at that ramp. I'm laughing at the ramp, and uh, no, I was. It was funny to see who wouldn't who wouldn't actually do the walk. Which one they had to actually cut the show because <laughs> it was taking so long. You oh, know, I mean, I mean, and I mean, Sasha Banks basically screw that. Somebody drive my ass down. Yeah, Sasha's like, I am I'm not, not even walking. walking it. Screw that. I mean, no, by the time you my... get to I got to give, you know what, you won't hear this very often, but I got to give John Cena credit. He ran down the whole damn thing. So, um, yeah, I'll give him credit for that. You should. Hold on here. Well, yeah. You you get your wish, okay? You asked for Joey Cage, asking you shall receive. You want the Joey Cage's reaction to uh, uh, Reigns beating Taker. Here we go. Oh, I know what it is. Folks, Joey Cage. Joey, what's up, man? Hey, Jester, JC, how's it going, guys? I'm glad to be on, on the Joey. show. What's up, man? Well, I'll yeah. tell you, it's uh, it's been really interesting since WrestleMania. I, I, I've been, I've been beside myself, as you can imagine. But here's the thing, <laughs> okay? The Undertaker defeats, or I'm sorry, the Undertaker loses to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Now, Roman Reigns, for a guy with no talent whatsoever and everything like that, gets to main mm-hmm. event WrestleMania three years in a row. In those three mm-hmm. years, he beats Triple H and The Undertaker, two guys with far more talent, far better careers than he'll ever have. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. not, though, the way that it's going. I mean, he'll probably main event next year. Uh, but the fact is, is the Roman Reigns and Undertaker should have never – this is – by the way, Jester, this is explicit, <laughs> right? Like, we're on a different rating? Yeah, we have a new rating system now. Oh, have fun. I wasn't We're privy. on the. Uh, I wasn't after privy the to that, so now that. Yeah, after the Johnny <laughs> Knockout edition, we've had to change things, and we're keeping it that way just in case. I see. All right. Well, with that said, what fucking happened at WrestleMania was ridiculous. Okay, it's an absolute fucking shit show that Roman Reigns really gets to get put over the one of the most <laughs> decorated, like historic superstars of WWE. 
that has built WWE to what it is today. I mean, it just gets me so fucking mad thinking about it. Roman Reigns is terrible, okay? You talk about guys like CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, people with far more talent, okay, that, well, that have never and will never main event three WrestleManias back-to-back, okay, defeating the likes of Triple H for the title and The Undertaker to potentially end his career. I'll be God-fucking-damned, okay, if Roman <laughs> Reigns ends The Undertaker's career. If The Undertaker's last match is against Roman Reigns, and he yes. lost in the main event of WrestleMania. I mean, that's just a fucking shame. WWE, what they did was beyond fucked up. You can make this dude a heel, okay, and you can make him a great heel without having to fucking do that. I mean, he he just sucks, and the crowd lets him know it. And here's the thing: yeah, the turning heel will mask the booze, but what it won't mask is exactly what took place on Raw, which is the crowd saying, "Go away, you suck." I mean, yeah. this isn't, it's, it's a different form of what was called X-Pac heat. X-Pac heat was we just blatantly don't like the guy. And now that has become Roman Reigns heat because they blatantly don't like him. They feel he's undeserving. He absolutely is. Okay, you look at the main event um, of Monday Night Raw, you know, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor against Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe. All four of those guys are far more deserving of the spot that they have given to Roman Reigns. And that just mm-hmm. makes me absolutely fucking sick. He is terrible. Okay, and what, I mean, The Undertaker. Let me I'm ask sorry. you this, though. Yeah, let hold me ask now. you. Go ahead, JT. You, well, you ask him first because you might be asking yeah, the same question. Go ahead. Well, no, I, I doubt I am. But well, first off, Joey Cage, really got to learn to express yourself. Have an opinion on something, please. Secondly, <laughs> Vince <laughs> must like something. Vince must like something with Reigns. All the workers like working with Reigns because he takes care of them. He does a good job out there. You know what? Yeah, he's getting booed. He's getting this. He's getting that. People look at him as the one that ended Undertaker's career. Undertaker's career ended five years ago. That fat bastard should have hung it up five years ago. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. He still had a main event match, dude. He still had a main event match at WrestleMania that he now lost to that guy. He didn't lose his last match, which was a main event at WrestleMania, to Shawn Michaels. He didn't lose it to Triple H. He didn't lose it to The Rock, maybe Brock. Okay, he lost it to Roman fucking Reigns. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. That kind of, And now here's the thing. Here's where I will give WWE credit, okay, because in, in the bad there is good. Okay, here's the thing. They wanted to make him a heel. Bam, you definitely just did. Okay, he absolutely is the ultimate heel, and they have created the ultimate heel in WWE that just, like, everyone absolutely hates. They have managed to do that. Their original plan was to build him as, a, as, as the ultimate babyface. Of course, that didn't work, so they did this in order to have the number one, the biggest heel we have seen in a long time uh, on mm-hmm. the WWE roster, and right. I think that that's a but, good but thing in that sense. You mentioned the whole X-Pac thing and it pretty much being right. booed out of WWE. Do you think that we're going to see Roman Reigns booed out of the WWE? Do you really think that that's possible, Joey? Unfortunately, I do not. It's it's definitely not possible. You know, it's Why funny, is this different? One of the things... One, well, the thing is, X-Pac also was nowhere near, like, he he wasn't the caliber superstar of Roman Reigns. And, like, the type of, the, the biggest thing with Roman Reigns, and he summed it up in an interview, 
he said it in passing, but it literally sums up his career about being chosen for the Shield. He admitted that the Shield was CM Punk's idea, etc., and that he wanted CM Punk wanted Chris Hero, uh, aka Cassius Ono, and Triple H and Vince wanted Roman Reigns. And he said it in the interview in passing, but it sums up his career. He said Triple H and Vince chose me, and that just sums up his whole fucking career. They just choose him <laughs> over guys that are far more talented, far more deserving. If you talk about guys like Seth Rollins, okay, and other guys, CM Punk, etc., who have who have not only paid their dues in WWE, actually paid their dues, but have paid their dues in the Indies, have paid their dues at Ring of Honor, other promotions all across the world. Not you know guys like AJ Styles, for example, who really should be your lead guy and the guy that you give this tremendous push to. I mean, honestly, if anything, AJ Styles should have had that match with Taker and have that be the main event. But to have it be Roman Reigns for the third year in a row, winning the second year in a row, okay, against a legend like The Undertaker, that's just terrible. When you say that, I when mean, you say that about when you say that about AJ Styles, okay, uh, I would believe that I believe that to be true. But they would never put somebody with that big of a size difference. In there, AJ's not tall, so that that would be a little bit more difficult, I think, to sell that it was his final match and how to end it and all that stuff. Right. Roman Reigns is is Vince's boy; everybody knows that. But here's one of the things: if you ever notice, uh, people in the wrestling world aren't shy about you know talking about Cena and, you know, I mean, everything that the Miz plays on Cena really is how people feel in the wrestling world about things with Cena. Nobody, Uh none of the wrestlers seem to complain that Reigns is getting this kind of push. Even people, even people that are leaving, even somebody like Del Rio who hates the WWE Never really said anything about Roman Reigns' push. You know, it would be interesting to find out. Yeah. And don't don't forget, he was cheered vociferously until The Rock screwed it up at the Royal Rumble a couple years ago. They cheered that guy, insanely cheered that guy until The Rock screwed everything up. And I'm going to tell you, again, living in Orlando, Half those morons were chanting that because somebody else was. I've never seen so many sheep in one venue in my entire life. I didn't even know why they were cheering. Well, you know what? Because everybody else was. Because I don't know how long we have Joey for. I want to ask him one thing. Happy to see the Hardys back? Absolutely. Without a doubt. I mean, it was great. You know, they were taught that it was going to happen, of course, and, you know, everything like that. But it, it was, it was the, probably the best moment of WrestleMania in my opinion at least, Jeff and Matt, I mean, are two ridiculously talented guys. Jeff is somebody, you know, they came up, of course, as a tag team, but then they had very a lot of individual success. Jeff Hardy, of course, you know, will go on to TNA and do a lot of stuff in, you know, different promotions. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he became a huge individual star. And then Matt Hardy with his broken Matt Hardy character, um, really, I mean, it took off, and he has also, he you know, found his way. He recreated himself, he had repackaged, and, and stronger than ever. Yeah, yep. And he is—he's just as good individually as he is in the tag, you know, in the team with Jeff. I think, to my knowledge, um, WWE is honestly going to keep them together. Of course, as a tag team, of course, they have the belts right now, 
but that they're not going to, you know, they're going to be a team. But uh, tragically, unless they change their mind from what I'm hearing, uh, WWE is not going to let him use the broken character. Okay. But, I mean, Joey, he might not have a choice. I got to throw this at you. Here's how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. The first time TNA can't make payroll for this week, Vince is going to go in and say, hey, look, I'll make your payroll. You give us the rights to the broken thing. That's how that's going to work. So it'll be around sooner. It'll be around sooner rather than later. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that because here's the thing with Matt and Jeff. Okay, they're going to have to go to the fucking the broken character. And, you know, they're going to have to go to that. And they should. They absolutely should. But the only issue with that then lies, and hopefully, of course, Matt and Jeff are cognizant of the issue, is that they have good control over the direction of that. Because the thing with Jeff and Matt and the broken characters and, like, just that whole storyline that they did was that they had full control over that storyline. They told TNA, this is what the fuck we're going to do, okay? (laughs) So you're talking about now they're going to come to WWE and have to deal with 23 writers, and, yeah, they're going to have control, but, I mean, they're certainly not going to have 100% control. Vince isn't going to, you know, he's going to, you know, have some input, of course, and do, you know, things his way. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, but it is very exciting to see them back. That was one of the best moments, like I said, of WrestleMania. And uh, I'm glad that I'm really glad that they're back. They're two very talented guys. They instantly boost that that brand. And uh, real quick, I know uh, Joey is happy about one thing, JT. Uh, he probably mm-hmm. no happier than anybody else when he heard uh, this. <laughs> I know he was happy. He's laughing, but he is. Yep, no, absolutely. No, Nakamura joining SmackDown is uh, uh-huh. is really huge. He is he is well, awesome, and I'll, I'll tell you about Nakamura. The thing is, I'll tell you with well, Nakamura awesome. going to SmackDown, it sets up so many great potential matches, including awesome. what everyone would love to see again. AJ Styles versus Nakamura. That'll be awesome I'm when that happens. I'm honestly surprised you don't hold him off for one more week for the whole superstar shift. You know, make him part of that. You bring him back a week before, you know, the week before that superstar uh, basically redraft. You know, so yeah. who knows where where he ends up. Why not wait until next week where you have a little bit more, it makes more sense in the storyline, you bring him back that way. So that was my only surprise, but I'm glad to see him. Well, because, you know, Raw brought back Balor, so they needed to bring somebody, and that was that was their thing. Yeah, is it too early? No doubt, um, especially if you're going to do this whole mix-up. The mix-up's silly anyway. They're just going to... They need to, though. Yeah, they need to, for sure. I mean, no doubt. Joey. They need to even that out. So, uh... Hey, yeah, hi, what's, uh... I'll tell you, Roman Reigns, though, is uh, he is the golden child of WWE. You need to get used to that. No, he's going to be their top dude, and, you know, he has Triple H events behind him, and ultimately, you know, he's he's pushed and brought it to, you know, what he is now, and he's just going to continue to be that way. And you, you got to think of it like this. It sets him up to get better, and it sets him up to have good matches with quality opponents, but I mean, again, at the same time, you know, it's just, it's tragic for the Attitude Era fan. It's tragic for, 
you know, the fans that really, you know, The Undertaker has been a locker room leader and so much more to the business, you know, than a lot of other guys. Uh, and, I mean, for that to go down, it's just, that's a tough one. I'm sure he <laughs> but thought that. I have to get going. I just yeah, want to yeah. say, I have Thanks to get going. going in. But I just want to say, uh, for next week, FXC, I will do my best to make time. I'd love to be on the show again, uh, talk about what's going on, you know, with WWE and everything. And uh, no. but I, I'd love and to be FXC. on next week. Go ahead. You got to run. I know. You're a busy man. I appreciate you calling in. Had to get your vote on no, Roman Reigns. That was Joey Cage, everyone. Uh, I tell you, JT, you know, this is what's great. You know, you, you have the podcast. And, and again, this is what we talk about, about the idea. Tune in as literally anyone is likely to call in. Joey Cage. We right. haven't heard from him on the show in a little while. And boom, we hear from him. You know, Mila, we need to talk to her. If you need to talk to any wrestler, uh, just let me know. We can get them on air or uh, text them. We'll, well, get know, them on the show. It's we'll a call. shame. It's a, it's a shame. I know Joey can still hear. So think about this, Joey. As much as you yeah. hate Roman Reigns, he's still yeah. more talented than Hulk Hogan ever was in the ring. And we saw what Hulk Hogan, what Hulk Hogan became. So. And, you know, that's very, very true. And, you know, it's funny because you talk to either uh, Hogan or, or Jimmy uh, about it. And they both speak very candidly about it. You know, they're very honest about Hogan's yeah, abilities and the lack thereof. Yeah, no, Hulk, uh, you know, they, listen, it was done Hulk right. Amazing. He was done right. Yeah. And uh, absolutely fantastic. But I'll tell you, I want to see uh, that young man in the ring again because I heard, I mean, again, I wasn't at that first show. I heard Joey Cage uh, held his own in the ring. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you need someone to handle the cook, Joey Cage is your guy. <laughs> That's true, but I heard Mako, and then uh, I heard there's a lot of stuff going on. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. we're going to get him he in did, the ring again. He did handle himself well. You know, I'll, I'll say the, the bad part on that was, though, Mako kind of yeah. did himself in with his version of the five-star frog splat. So, uh, you know, I think yeah. that, 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 that kind of hurt him, so. Ah, uh, I tell you, didn't didn't land it, huh? No, damn, no, it. I missed no. this. Looks like, dude, I, you missed it. You did. You would have enjoyed it, believe me. So let's. Uh, but, uh, I gotta take a minute. I gotta take a minute. We'll get back to the show in one minute, JT. I gotta go ahead and mention our sponsors and everybody that's involved with all this, folks. We are FXE Live, and we are brought to you proudly by the people at BreadFromYourBed.com. Your personal, your own personal people to help you financially do what you could only dream of doing. You know, a lot of people are sitting there these days wanting to, you know, get out of the job that they're in or even just make a little side money. You know, if you only had just a couple more dollars a month or a week, whatever, get ahead, go ahead. Go to breadfromyourbed.com. Joey and the gang over there. Fantastic. Great group of people help you get going, help you make money right away. Then you have the great, great deep obsession charters, folks. I mean, there is, I'm starting to learn a, a lot, thanks to Mrs. Jester, about the different dive opportunities that we have here in Florida. And it is amazing that Deep Obsession Charters, they literally cover 
every bit of those types of diving. It's, it's not just a lot of these places seem to only do one type of dive and that's it. That's what you can get. And that's their specialty. No, Ryan and the gang, they have a wide, wide range of different dives that you can do. Check them out. Deep Obsession Charters, West Palm Beach. You can't really don't, don't miss an opportunity with, uh, I'll give you an idea. Uh, for those of you who don't know Ryan Walton, he's the guy who dives with sharks, no cage. So yes, there is a wide range of different dives that you can do with somebody who has the experience, the safety record as Ryan Walton, Deep Obsession Charters. Also, Blog Talk Radio bringing you the crystal clear sounds every week for the Fantasy Jester show on Saturdays and for this show, FXE Live. Love the people at Blog Talk. Great people to work with. Crystal clear sounds. I absolutely love it. Can't complain. No complaints. Great people to work with. Then you have some of the local sponsors that we have. We have 84 Lumber. For all your lumber needs, whatever you need, 84 Lumber, folks. You have DeLand Metalcraft here in Volusia County. If you need some custom metal work, something built. A lot of you who have horses. You know, Mickey James, big horse lover as well. Telling her, and I actually was talking to ODB, showing her the different styles of gates that they do for stalls and whatnot. Um, they are absolutely fantastic. Again, D-Land Metalcraft here in Volusia County. Uh, let me tell you, we've got a couple of other sponsors that are coming up, but we have regular commercials that are going to be coming for them. So as we continue to grow, we're bringing you all this. And don't forget, you have FXE World. I've been a little, I'm going to be honest with you, folks. I've been a little lax on the website. I, I've been working on a couple other things. But remember, you can always get to our archive shows through that. Also through FantasyJesterSports.com. And again, a little lax on that lately. Going to go ahead, start working on that some more again. Uh, and it, the best part, though, iTunes. Over on iTunes, Fantasy Jester Show. Go on there, and you literally get all the podcasts. I mean, every podcast that we've done with every fantastic guest. And, I, I, and the list is really just I, – I should make up the list so that I can remember everybody from Larry Zabisco to Joe Pepitone to Robbie E to <laughs> – Yes, I had to put him out there. Um, everybody knows I love Robbie E. Great guy. Uh, Shannon Moore and the whole gang, everybody that's been on one of our shows, I'll tell you, fantastic people to talk to. You've got people like Hound Dog, Taino, Mila. You know, we've had some fantastic guests, and we're going to continue to bring you those fantastic guests out of the blue, too, uh, sometimes without warning. And, uh, you know, let me tell you something, folks. You can also... Besides YouTube, you can go ahead and if you go to appmaker.com, A-P-P-M-A-K-R.com, type in Fantasy Jester. You can get the Fantasy Jester Sports app. This way, you have all of it covered. You have all the sports and wrestling and the YouTube 
and the podcast, everything all in one. And that is for, doesn't matter, iPhone or Android for both, making it real easy for everybody. So a lot of people have gone ahead and we're starting to garner so much more attention and so many more sponsors because of our reach, because of you, the fan, the podcast just continues, continues to grow. And I can't express my gratitude anymore. A thank you just seems so eh. All I can do is continue and JT continue to bring you the best damn wrestling podcast out there. Not just in the U.S., but like I said, internationally known, 18 countries and growing, folks. Let's bring him back in. Let's see what he has to say for himself. The international man of mystery himself, JT. (laughs) JT, you're Uh, internationally known. You know, I've never had the opportunity to ask you, how do you feel about the idea that, you know, I mean, you and I were always excited about doing a podcast and getting it out there to the people here in Florida and, you know, in the U.S. But, I mean, as we start to build country after country after country, and now it's becoming an international product. Right, I mean, right. How, how do you feel about being the international man of mystery? Well, you know, I'll tell you, it actually answers a big question for me. And it just uh, it goes to show how much or how great wrestling fans are and how passionate they are in general because they're willing to put up with you and me just to get their wrestling fixed. So it really does say a lot about how passionate the wrestling community is. You've got to put up with this guy. Some in some areas we call him Jabron. You got to put up with this Jabroni with a blue beard to get your wrestling fix. Okay, folks. All I know is we're collecting a bunch of bodies. You know, and, and that's the best part is that it just continues, JT. It hasn't stopped. And, you know, I go and check the recent listeners uh, on a regular basis to, you know, monitor how we're doing and whatnot and to watch that chart grow. And like I said, folks, you know, for some of you, you don't know how long, you know, you might be new or whatever and how long we've been around. JT and I, we've been doing podcasts in general. Uh, We started uh, in two weeks. It'll be a year. In two weeks, it'll be a year from our first podcast, and shortly thereafter is where we came up with the whole FXE Live podcast idea. So we're still not even close to a year on no, wrestling. No, not yet. And the list of guests has been phenomenal. The feedback yeah, has been great. Be and yet we still have um, WWE. <laughs> Uh, listen, folks, you got to understand, you know, I, I, when I say that about we still have WWE, I, I understand WWE is not going anywhere. But as many of you heard me cackle about prior to that first show, okay, I really felt that TNA and all that stuff and Ring of Honor, okay, were well within the sights. And just in case anybody thought any differently, um, don't live the lie. Don't think one and done. Don't think that that still isn't in the sights. Don't forget one thing. Making wrestling great again does not happen overnight, and it doesn't happen in the first show, folks. 
let's be a little realistic about things. I, I listen, I love the fact that everybody thought this was it. I'm blowing everybody out of the water first show and all that. And yeah, while it didn't go exactly how I had planned, uh, I really appreciate the idea that so many people had the idea that it was just going to be um, Vince-esque <laughs> working towards it, folks. You don't do it out of the gate, so stop it, okay? Stop it. And that whole idea, are you going to do another show? Shut up. <laughs> uh, I, I, here, here's your answer. Uh, what, are, what are the chances of me having another pizza? Because understand the one thing, people. We have males, we have females, we have people who gender identify with a whole bunch of crap nowadays. You know what? I gender identify myself with a pizza, meatball pizza at that, okay? Um, So let me tell you something. The chances of me not doing another show are the chances of me never having another slice of friggin' pizza. I I was wondering how you were going to work that in. you know, n- another mystery solved. Uh, but yeah, I was wondering how you going to I go there. deep to no, left field and I tie it right back in. Yeah, yeah. No, I can do that. I'll go yeah. deep left field. Deep left field. Hey, well, you know, you know yeah, what I didn't can... do, though? What What's didn't that? I do to you, though? See, I've been good to you today. You better oh, say no, I've been good you to you. you brought Joey Cage on, so it's the same thing. Okay, was I good to you today? You better say yes. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, because I was going to have to play, you know, I, just and saying. you play it, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't play it. I just, I, I snip it. See, I just snip it. That's not really playing it. Okay, you know what? Your rating, your rating is slipping here, man. I'm telling you, you're going to No, no, no. See, you, I played the whole up. thing. Like, if I just kept it going. I'm but I wasn't playing the whole thing. Yeah. See, I, I, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I just, see, watch. That was it. And I stopped. And, and folks, this is exactly what I mean. That people must really love wrestling to put up with with this kind of you know this kind of shit on a on a weekly basis. So, yeah, I am three years old, and pretty much that's why people like paying attention because they never know what the three year old's going to do next. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I think we do know. That's the scary part. We still listen anyway. I have fun. I'm going to have fun. I can promise you that. No matter what, I am going to have fun. Uh, I don't know. It seems like a couple people are at least. <laughs> I don't know really how. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got to got to throw it out there. You know, friend of oh, another go ahead. show what do you of got? ours. Friend of another show of ours, uh, the Fantasy mm. Jester Show. Cleveland yeah. Indians radio broadcaster Jim Rosenhouse had a chance to uh, meet up with him last night. Uh, up in the old booth at the Rangers Indians game here in Arlington. So uh looking forward to having him back on. He's talking about when to get back on. We can talk to him about calling what it was like I, I can't wait to ask him and I, I purposely withheld asking him last night what it was like to call the Indians Cubs uh, World Series games. Um so, you know, those of you that listen to the Fantasy Jester show, uh, stay tuned in the coming weeks he will be uh joining us once again. Um actually we can probably play uh, something from that because we did get a chance to talk to him after it. That was uh, just a matter of fact, we talked to him at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. We talked to him at Christmas time and um, 
But we are definitely going to have him on again. You know, we've got a bunch of guests that, again, folks, you know, this is what we're talking about is you never know on any show who's going to be our guest. It could be anybody. And I'm hearing now, JT, from what I've heard, is that there are people out there. And uh, people that we know that are, are try- have been trying to do a podcast for years. And really are getting next to no ratings and and really next to no guests. And I just don't understand it. I mean, how are we able to get all these great guests and get all these great ratings? And you got people that have been doing this for like two, three years and they're not getting Uh, shit. That's an easy answer. It's an easy answer because we'll call them at all hours of the night until they finally accept. So they really have no choice. (laughs) It's like, please, please, just leave me the hell alone. I'll come on, I'll come on all right? Show. Stop, Stop it. At three thirty in the morning, you know. So, uh, it's, it, you know, it's just that uh, insistence I, upon getting them on the show. It's. It, it, I usually get them. See, sometimes the the flowers don't get them, but the box of chocolates works well. You get the box of chocolates going, and you know, I, you got that whole thing. Flowers don't seem to work on people as much. It's always about the food. No. I, I notice, and that's why everybody wonders, you know, when I have a meeting here at the house, why do I have food? Well, first of all, I'm Italian, folks, okay? That's just what we do. You walk in the house, you better eat, or I'm insulted. Uh, we can't help that. But that's what people like. People like food. They don't want flowers. So, yeah, folks, you know, you want to get somebody on your podcast, treat them well, and uh Maybe you'll actually get ratings one day. I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. People come to me for advice, and how, how do you advise just, you know, being me? How do, how do I advise? Just saying. Just saying, folks. JT, I'm going to leave JT speechless tonight yet. Well, you'll, that'll never happen. You know, and in fact, since we <laughs> talked about it, we've only brushed on this. Real quick, uh, what's the one switch from SmackDown to Raw and Raw to SmackDown that you would make in this shakeup? Uh, what, what's the biggest name that you think should be changed from each show? Uh, real quick, we've got a minute 30 left. I'd say I would go ahead and move. I'd move Reigns to SmackDown. Next. Interesting. Okay. I think with I'll talk uh, about that. the other night. I'll talk about okay, that Saturday see, night more. Well, mine is he moved Styles to Raw. He has nothing left on SmackDown. Yeah, those were the two I'd switch. I, 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 oh, I mix them yeah. up, okay, just to see what happens. But no, uh, seriously, uh, folks, tune in Saturday. I've got a whole I got a whole opinion on that whole brand switch, and uh, I didn't think we were going to get into it tonight. And, wasn't really prepared for that question, but uh, honestly, that's all right. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'll, I'll let everybody know on Saturday for sure how I feel. JT, thanks for joining us tonight, man. As always, you're friggin' awesome. Hey, see you Saturday. See you Saturday. Bye, folks. This has been FXE Live. A hearty hello. Yes, the Hardys are back at WWE, and I am still here. F. X-E live. A hearty hello saying a hearty goodbye. I hope you've all enjoyed. Tune in next week as our special guest will be 
tune in next week. I'm the Jester. I'm out of here.